Hello and welcome to Who's He, the Doctor Who podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And on this week's show, we'll be continuing with our retrospective of Series 5 with a look back at Cold Blood. Uh, But first, the news. And it's quite an exciting day, really, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is indeed for us Who fans. Um, We're recording this on uh, Sunday afternoon of the uh, 11th of December. And today, it's just been announced that two missing episodes have been discovered and were shown... Uh, this afternoon at a Missing Believed White event at the British Film Institute. Now, the uh, missing episodes are, the first one is a, it's the complete third episode of Galaxy 4, uh, which is William Hartnell's story. Uh, for those who don't know, that's got the, uh, was it the Dravins, I think, which were mentioned yeah. in uh, the Pandorica Opens, I seem to remember. Um, and the second one is the second episode of The Underwater Menace, which is a Patrick Troughton story. Uh, this is really quite exciting, really. Now, um, rumours have been going around Twitter all afternoon, and people have been a little bit quite rightly coy because nothing had been sort of really confirmed at that point. But uh, and there was rumours going around. It was it was episodes from the Wheel in Space, um, but now it's all come out. It's it's Underwater Medicine Galaxy Four, so it's actually quite quite a good day. Yeah. It just shows you that there, there is still hope out there, isn't there? For there is. There is. We are going to see. Well, I've just been looking at it up. This now brings the missing episodes, um, the numbers left to find, down to 106. Just the 106. Just 106 to go. So but it does go to show they are out there. Mm. It really does. Um, but the, the one thing that um, I have been... It's interesting that like, you get bits, isn't it? Rather than whole um, series. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't actually know where these have been found, whether they're found in someone's attic or or the state of them either. I don't know how yeah. much cleaning up they've needed. I would have thought quite a bit, but... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully they'll be releasing a, another sort of... One of those... What was it? That missing episode DVD, Lost in Time DVD box set, wasn't it? We just had the remaining... Episodes that are missing, sort of incomplete stories, yeah, as it were. So maybe they might do another, another bot or a re-release of that. Who knows? With these two added on, but uh... well, the underwater menace gives them two out of the four, doesn't it? Now, yeah. Um, I'm not too sure about Galaxy Four though. I think that's the, that the only is one, the only it? episode that they've got of that, isn't it? Yeah, so had any of them before. So, um. Oh, I think they had, I think had a little bit of episode one, I think, and that was it for Galaxy yeah. Four. The rest of it were just like the the uh, what they call them telly snaps. Yeah, I think that was it. But it's certainly very very exciting. But you're wondering, so the underwater menace, whether they're getting close enough now to be able to do something. What in like terms of... well, like um, the invasion. Yeah, and they're what they've also done a Reign of Terror as well. Yeah. With uh, animated missing episodes, he could be right. Could be right there, but question of the soundtrack, isn't it? What they've got the sound? If they've got the soundtrack, yeah, then it's doable. Yeah, but again, I don't know about that either. Um, I think I'm not too sure. I can't remember. I have to look up if it's an audio or not, or either of those stories. I've, I've absolutely no idea if they're on audio. I think I've got a funny feeling the underwater menace might be. Not sure. Yeah. I really am not sure. 
But uh, but believe it or not, um, we 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 just sort of briefly discussed this before we started recording, and certain fans, so-called fans, have actually complained about these episodes being found because they're yeah. not good episodes. I mean, as a, should, should you just tell them what you said, Paul? Yeah, I see, yeah, you do think for well, you know any, anything you find is is good, isn't it? Surely, I mean, yeah. I mean, all right, we'd probably it'd be quite nice if they if they found two episodes that it was two episodes from something that was missing two episodes, so you had a full set of yeah. something. But at the same time, you've just got to accept that, it, as we said, it's it's two less out of the exactly the long list now. But oh, I just really don't get Doctor Who fans sometimes. I really don't. I mean, two episodes missing for you know. Best part of fifty, you know, nearly fifty years, um, and any genuine fan would be excited just to see any remnant of those stories. Then to complain yeah. that they're not great stories. I mean, as you uh, said, well, should we just burn them then, shall we? Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. It'd be more typical for our luck if they'd found the t- episodes one and four of Invasion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a signal, wouldn't it? <laughs> The person who spent all the time doing the animation. That's yeah, it. <laughs> right, there's just been a, as we're recording, there's just been a tweet came in from um, the BBC. Um, I'll just to see if there's any. All right, they were. Yes, these episodes were purchased, as I'm reading directly from the, um, the BBC article, um, they were purchased by film collector Terry Burnett. Uh, a village fate near Southampton in the early 80s. He had been unaware that the canisters contained material missing from the BBC. Um, yeah, mm. that's about it, actually. Someone else has probably been to that fate and got <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the <other> three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a little, little quote here from Mark Gatiss, and apparently there is... Um, and I'm sort of quoting him, and he said, "Add to that a proper bit of action from the legendary Chumblies, <laughs> and the horrifying reels, um, plus the utterly uh, mesmeric Patrick Troughton on great form." Well, what more could you could we all ask for? So, yeah, I quite agree with that actually. Some people obviously don't, but there you go. yeah, obviously, so-called fans who are not interested. Okay. Um, Reading on, going down to the bottom of the article, it says, research, research has shown that the returned episodes originated from the ABC channel in Australia. Um, it's interesting when they turn up, isn't it? It's yeah. Just... Um, it says, in fact, the copy of the underwater mess is still missing a few short sections which were removed by the Australian censors upon its original transmission down under. Um, Fresh scans of the missing material have been made by the National Archives of Australia and will be incorporated into the restored episodes ahead of the DVD release. Right. And it says, right at the end, uh, details of the commercial release will be announced by To Entertain in 2012. Right. So there you go. Half the press there, folks. Mm. Even though we won't be releasing this till Monday. Yeah, it'll be it'll it'll blown over by then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's news to us. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, that's, um, that's really, really great. That's brilliant. Oh well. Oh well. That's that's. Um, I think there's nothing more to be said about that at the moment. Just that it's just really, really, really good news. Um, there's another couple of news items that are a bit pales into insignificance. I think after after that, um, 
obviously this week, um, or last week rather, because it's now Sunday, uh, was the little prequel to The Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe uh, was released. Yes. Yes. Now, I, have, I haven't watched it. We were just discussing this. Um, I just completely forgot to watch it, um, to, be, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I forgot about it until I was lining up all the news articles for, <laughs> for this edition. So, uh, But you have watched it, though, haven't you? Yes. Yes. And that, does it add anything, or not uh, really? Probably, what it'll probably do is might well explain the pre-credits bit. Hmm. Or not, as the case may be. It's difficult, it's a prequel. Without seeing the, the episode itself, it's difficult to know yeah, see it. how it fits in. Well, it, it's not technically a prequel, though, is it? Can, um, I be, can, I, can it only be a prequel if it's shown after? Um, no, because I suppose it's, it, is a, it is always going to be, well... I seem to remember people debating this before, sort of like technically it's not a prequel because a prequel has to be shown after, like the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. But I suppose it, it's, if, if, it's an, if it's something that deals with something that's happened... Oh, God, this is going to go on. I know. <laughs> so I wish I have brought it up now. <laughs> before the episode that, that is shown, if you know what I mean. Mm. If the episode is, is the episode, and this is something that was... Oh, no, no, I'm not going to go down there. No, way. let's not go. No, I wish I'd never brought it up there. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd just sort of stir the pot up a little bit. That was all. Uh, right, the f- uh, let's wrap this up. Our final. God, bit. I wish they hadn't bothered with these prequels. Oh, I know. Burn them. <laughs> and all the missing footage that's been found. Burn it all. Um, now, the other bit of news this week is the announcement of another Doctor Who game. Uh, but this time it is for. And I'm actually quite excited about this. It's for the Sony PlayStation 3, and and there's also going to be a PC version as well. Um, it's been developed by Supermassive Games and BBC Worldwide, and it is called Doctor Who The Eternity Clock. Now, all we sort of know at the moment, uh, that Matt Smith and Alex Kingston have uh, reprised their roles of the Doctor and River Song, um, and apparently it's meant to be I think it's sort of like a bit of an improvement on the downloadable adventure games. Because they're yeah. saying, there's, reading here it says uh, it's using photoreal graphics and um, high def and television quality scenes and motion capture. So, well, if it's going to be um, a paid for game, then it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, you can't knock the. BBC games. Oh no, I think they're great they're, little games. They're, yeah, they're no, free, they're, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're free. Yeah. So, but if you're actually asking people to pay for something, then it's got to be up to the standard of yeah now, games on the market, I, hasn't it? I did read somewhere else that it was um, it was going to be more of a, a downloadable game. I think probably from right. the, the the Sony store. Uh, for the PlayStation, anyway, I don't, I'm not too sure about the, the PC yet. So it, I don't think they're going to release it in a uh, a disc format. But then again, no one really knows at the moment, so it's right. all a bit um, yeah, it's all a bit up in the air. So who knows? Who knows? But no, there's been a little uh, trailer released for it as well. Uh, obviously, it doesn't give anything away for it, um, as you would expect. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so no, it does. It does look rather. Um, rather exciting to have a, a sort of like a one on the console platform at last. 
Yeah. Not that, not that you've you've got a console, have you? No. So, no so. <laughs> I do have a PC. You do, yes. But then I, I still haven't got round to playing the, the adventure free, things the free games. Yeah, there's not much likelihood of you actually paying for one, then, is there? So. Not at the moment. No. no. Well, no you know, things may change. <laughs> I know. must only have lots of time on my hands. You, you never know. know. You never know. Christmas is coming up. You never know, mate. No. Okay, then. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for the news this week. Um, so, without further ado, that was the news. Okay, uh, let's crack on then with a continuation of our Series 5 retrospective. And, as informed at the beginning of the show, it, this week it is Cold Blood, uh, the second part of the Silurian story. Uh, what did you think, Paul, looking, looking back on it? Uh, it's pretty much like last week's, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I think it's one of those two parts where the second part wasn't any worse than the first part, but unfortunately, the first part wasn't fantastic. So, well, it, it, that's the thing; it's a weird one because it wasn't any worse, but it wasn't any better. No. Usually, usually with two parts, you get one good one and one okay one. Yeah, or at best, reasonably okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... No, this one just sort of middle, didn't it, all the way through, I think. Yeah, I just sort of... Um, I actually sort of found myself getting quite annoyed with the uh, Ambrose character. And I, I... I don't know what it, what it was. It just really sort of like, God's sake, woman, just shut up. And it was all... She kept banging on about, I want to protect my son, I want my family back. Which is all well and good and everything. It's probably like, you know, maternal instincts and everything. But she just annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah, and then sort of you're still thinking to yourself, well, surely you've got more chance of that if you're bargaining with a hostage than yeah if you've killed them. Yeah, it was just um the thing with the um the taser. I'd actually forgotten about this. The what good is this taser? That you've actually got to walk. It's like a pistol. We walk out and actually touch them. Well, you don't fire the, like the little. Darts at them. Yeah. And that's what we said in the future. What good is that? Well, it's no good from a distance, is it? <laughs> no. It was... Inter- Interestingly on this one, mm. the thing that actually occurred to me is, all right, they've got her all chained up and that. Mm. They've, got no- they've not done anything to stop her using her tongue. No. So that was completely for- forgotten about. And she didn't even yeah. try to use it. And I know I think she wanted to be captured and she wanted to be killed because it would, it would trigger the war. Yeah, that, that she craved, but um, but then you'd felt she would have just taken a few of them with her anyway. Yeah, you in the same so. way as, unless they're working on the basis that once they've sort of stung you with their tongue, they can't do it again. Oof, possibly in a certain time or not. I don't know. God but knows. It did seem to be something I thought about last week, and then um, that become more apparent on this. Yeah, there was. I don't know. It just, it, as I say, there was a lot of sort of leaps in logic last week, or, or things conveniently forgotten, and it was it was pretty much you know carry on you know where you left off. It was it was the same sort of thing, um, especially at the end where they were just continuing to. Actually, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit when they're trying to escape out of the courtroom, and you yeah. got you got one of the saloons like crawling across the um, the seating. And it tries to attack the doctor with its tongue. Yeah. Um, that that sounds really wrong, but um, 
it's just um, yeah. Again, what? Why That's only that? Point of view. No. Yes. <laughs> no, I thought yeah. You know, it just seemed a bit. Well, why only at that particular point? Yeah. Which seems to be more effective than the guns they were using. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it, they've got these extremely long, venomous tongues. Hmm. Um. Yeah, they've not. They've only used them once. Yeah. I've tried to use them again on another occasion, but that's it. That's the... Yeah, it's bizarre. Very bizarre, that bit. But, uh, but hey-ho, as I said last week, it's, it's, a, um, it's a Chris Chibnall script. And I, I'm not his biggest fan. I really am not. Um, now, the other thing as well for me was the the Doctor, not the not the, the Doctor, the Silurian Doctor, Malachi. Yeah. Um, I couldn't quite make out whether he was a good guy or a bad guy, because he seemed to be... It just seemed to be a, a massive shift from evil vivisectionist to um, trying to save the day sort of thing. Um, I don't know whether you could say he was evil vivisectionist. He was just... As far as he was going, he was just a, a doctor looking at a specimen. I mean, he didn't actually... There's no suggestion that actually anything he did, other than the scar, did any harm. Well, there was still, well, it appeared to me they were sort of still awake when he when he was doing it to them. So it's only pretty pretty evil to me, actually. Well, yeah, it's a question of yeah. It just seemed a bit of a, a jar in, in tone, really. Just sort of, one minute he's he wants to slice and dice people, and next minute he's he's rather sort of avuncular, isn't he? You presume these are the first live people he's actually got his hands on before he'd only had the bodies from. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, say he'd been, he'd been grave robbing, hadn't he? Yeah. Up until that point, but uh, so he was probably slightly detached from the fact of having to think about. Yeah, I, I just remember it bothered. To do. Well, it didn't sort of, it doesn't didn't sort of bother me. I just found it a bit a bit of a, a strange shift in the character. Yeah, and I thought that at the time when it was first shown. Um, Unfortunately, my opinion still hasn't changed. I thought maybe I'm, maybe I'm missing something, but um, no, I'm not. <laughs> I still think exactly the same thing. Boy, had he? No, he was he just, just trying to monitor him to see. Yeah. How they? How it was an opportunity for him to monitor how to, how does a human grow? Mm. Um. Yeah, it was. It was. He slowed down the metabolism, hadn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I don't, I don't think he was particularly evil. I think he was just detached. Mm, possibly. And it's probably possibly. then when he's actually, it's actually more, as much a case that his authority was being challenged, I think, rather than he... Come, come the end it was, yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And that, you know, that sh- it's probably actually as much wanting to protect his specimens as... I think you yeah, saw you, it as, a, as an opp- more of an opportunity for more discovery in keeping you, them alive. Then you might have something in that actually, because it, maybe you're right. Maybe it is a case of well, it's 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 say he's just trying to protect the, the, the his little collection. Yeah, more than anything else. Yeah, you could, you could be right there. But uh, now I, I think there's another thing that's um, actually Karen Gillan quite annoyed me. In this particular story, it just some of some of her acting. She's back to a bit yeah. of the the shouty acting again, which sort of yeah. It, it, I just find that a bit a bit um, 
somewhat annoying. She's really has sort of reined that in a bit more now. But this episode, I don't know if it was shot earlier in the shooting block or anything. I'm not, I'm not too sure. But she does seem to do it quite a bit in this one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I suppose you've also got to take into account we have now got used to her a year down the line in her acting career. Yeah, well, actually, I think she's actually got better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and so um, I think actually, when you go back and you do look at some of the yeah, because it's, it's the not... earlier ones now. It, it yeah. is that bit that's she hasn't quite worked out the difference between emotion for anguish and angry. Has she? No, that's right. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it's, she has. Come, I think she has come on leaps and bounds. Yeah. I mean, you know, arc at me, the uh, the critic, but uh, yeah. yeah, I think she has though. You know, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought, actually, I thought a good performance in this was uh, Neve McIntosh as the um, Restack and um, Alaya or Alaya. Sorry, yeah, I thought she was really good, and she wasn't. Um, it could have been quite easy to have gone a bit pantomime with that yeah. character, but I, I thought she was really, really good in it actually. Especially when she was like taunting um, Ambrose, probably the most stupid character in the whole. Um, <laughs> I've really got in for her, and I, uh, the, you know, the most stupid character in, in the story. She was very, very, very good at sort of winding her up and talking. And I just thought she act, sort of need Macintosh acted that quite well. Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was there, wasn't it, to show that actually, who is the animal? Which which race here is the animal, isn't it? You know. Yeah, the stupid apes, basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, both of them were as bad as each other, or had people as bad as each other. Oh yeah. From. I did actually think them it was... wanting war. Hmm. Because so I did actually think it was quite good that bit when they um. They came back with Alaya's body. Yeah. I thought that was quite a good um, one of the better scenes. The music yeah, then there. Hmm. At that point, it's quite a while since I've seen it. Yeah. But why did my brain start thinking about music to Planet of the Apes, the Charlton Heston? All right. Bit. Oh no, I, I didn't. I must admit, I didn't notice that. I mean, it could be something totally off. Um. Line on that, and I don't know because this is, this is a long while since I've seen it. It was actually yeah. on the other day. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, but um, I missed it. But there was just something in the music there that made me think, Oh, was that? But I could be totally, totally off on that because I obviously haven't heard that for, for years. So, well, mind you, we, we do seem to pick up on odd, odd motifs, don't we? Because we, yeah. we, we sort of spotted Daniel Morricone, didn't we? In um, yeah. Uh, that happened to uh, oh god so I can't remember the impossible astronaut that's it yeah dear oh dear I'm on a complete blank um, yes yeah you could be you could be absolutely right there I'm going to I'm gonna have to watch that bit again now actually just to uh... they used it a couple of times once I think <clears throat> when just after she killed him killed him <clears throat> yeah and then at that scene when they bring in the body no that's really I really can't recall it I'm going to have to uh, have to watch that again just to uh, prove the point, I think, to, to just to myself. 
Yeah, I, I just thought... I might, might be making this completely a leap there. <laughs> I have no idea where that's come from. They, they wouldn't be like out, us, would they? <laughs> out to, to where it was in the scene. But it'd actually make quite good sense if it was. It'd actually be, I think. Yeah. Um, in the sense of the, the rulers of the planet, previous rulers of the planet coming back mm. to find the apes have taken over. Yeah, it, well, it's, it is a similar sort of story, really, isn't yeah. it? So, <laughs> no, I just think that um, the only sort of thing that 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 going back to that that particular scene, um, if you think back to how the Doctor reacted um, in the Beast Below, they got yeah. quite angry at the human race. I'm surprised he didn't get angry again in this one. Because it was sort of like, oh, what have you done? But he, just seemed, he seemed a bit more resigned to the fact that, well, it always seemed to be, well, I can't expect anything anything less, really. Yeah. And I suppose there, there, there's also bits in this that he was dealing with somebody whose children were there, whose child was there. Mm. And perhaps he felt he had to restrain himself from but, that. But then again, he, he lost his temper in the Beast Blow when children were present again. But not the children of the people that he was having a go of. Oh, no, but there were still children yeah, present, if not, you know what I mean. not in the yeah. sense that they'd then have to go and have a live with, the, live with each other. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the only, one, I th- I think the only one who did realise what was going on was the kid. Yeah. To be honest, because, you, know, the, the, you know, at the end of the doctor's making his speech to say, um, you know, you've got to pass the story on. You know, so, yeah. and then this kid was sort of, yeah, or Elliot was going, yeah... Leave, you know, leave, leave it to me, Governor. You know, it was a bit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he was, he was probably the only one who had his head screwed on. Yeah. Well, no, I think no, I think she was the only. I think she was the only one who'd actually done this, and I don't think any of the others would have done. Because even Tony was mortified at it, wasn't it? And he he was the one that was dying effectively through the from. The, Sting. Yeah, I think, I think that's what just annoyed me about that 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 Ambrose character because no one actually, how can I put it? No one actually just sort of told her to just shut up. There's something bigger at stake here. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose it all moved know, on too quickly, didn't it? Yeah, because for, for, for Rory and Tony to do it, because yeah, obviously just at that point where they've discovered the body, the because I mean because of what she did, it put. Um, as far as Rory would have been concerned, it would have put Amy's life in greater danger. Yeah. Um, and from Tony Mack and um, Ambrose's point of view, it would, it would have put his his grandson, her son, and her husband in even greater danger as well. Yeah. So, um, I, don't know, they, I don't know, they just all seem to accept what she did a bit too readily. And again, as you say, I don't know, it's because it had the plot had to keep moving. Yeah. I just don't think they then had time to... Yeah, there wasn't a lot of admonishment for her, was there? No. But even at the even at the end, when um, it's just her and the Doctor talking, and she says something, it was something like, oh, I, you know, I expect you... No, no so I can't remember the exact line now. It was something on, like, along the lines, I expect you really hate me at the moment. Um, um, and the Doctor didn't really... Again, he didn't have a pop at her, did he? No. So, you know, 
Look what I you, think he look was what just saying you've now got to live with what you're what you've done. Yeah. And your job now is to make sure that um in the future your you you bring up your children and to make sure that the human race in future is to be to realise what its mistakes are and to be tolerant towards yeah. what's coming. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was, no, it was, it was, I'd say it was okay. It wasn't a great story. You know. I mean, again, for me, it was just, it was just too similar to the... Far too similar to the Silurians, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which was actually a much better story. Yeah. It was much better scripted anyway. Well, I think really it's because it was done first, wasn't it? Um, no, I don't even think that, to be honest. Well, because you hadn't seen that story before. Now you had it, just, as you say, it's just like a re tread of it and if you're not going to bring anything yeah. new to it then it is going to sort of suffer in its comparison isn't it yeah but what the original one had was the, the interaction between uh the doctor and the brigadier and the power the power station base mm. uh controller and the man from the government and all that it had all that going on as well yeah it's it just didn't really have a lot going on other than the her wanting her family back. Yeah, so, I, I, I know. hibernation, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, there, was, there didn't seem to be... For, for, for something that was sort of like quite a grand story, it was quite small-scale, wasn't it? Yeah. They sort of threatened to take over the world, but they just focused on this this woman supposedly fighting for her family. Yeah. Um, and cocking it up, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, just, it, it, was, it wasn't sort of... Um, like, well, it wasn't grand in its execution. And it was all dealt with rather too quickly as well, wasn't it? All of a sudden yeah. you got this, oh, we can release this gas that will force them back into hibernation. Um, and, then that, and that was it, really, wasn't it? Yeah, they all did sort of scuttle back into their little uh, the little cabinets rather quickly. Yeah, don't know. It just didn't seem. And of course, um, in this episode, Rory dies, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, for a change. For a change. Yes. Um, actually, I did quite like the scene following that uh, with the Doctor and Amy. He's yeah. trying to get her to remember him. And I thought that was really quite well done. And I noticed actually the um, the music in that I think it was in that it was in that scene. It was also using the girl who waited as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I actually I hadn't realised that I hadn't, hadn't realised that the the, uh, the girl who waited had like recycled music. So I suppose it does happen quite a bit, doesn't it? But uh, I suppose it's that sort of the 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 relationship between them two, isn't it? And the distance. Yeah. It's there, I suppose it was to. No, I did, I did think it, that, that, that scene was really, really good actually. Yeah. I thought she put up quite a, a weak fight to stay out of the TARDIS. <laughs> um, well, 
I don't know whether the doctor did sort of lock the door with the sonic screwdriver so she couldn't get out even if she wanted to, I suppose. Oh, no, but... no, I mean, actually, when he's when he's dragging her inside, it was, it was a bit... Oh, that bit? Oh, right, I thought you meant when she's yeah, actually in the like TARDIS. It was like a drunk friend home, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't exactly. <laughs> Pulling them away from the, the person they love most in the world. Maybe she was drunk, who knows? <laughs> You're my best friend, you are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I suppose... Sort of looking back on it now, you can see whether where the um, I don't know if you could say that looking at that, where you see that you know the crack um, begin to like remove Rory from from time. Yeah. Whether, whether it was obvious at that point that he was going to come back. Yeah, it's difficult to remember now because you can't actually can't actually remember what you knew and what you didn't know. Yeah. From what had been leaked, either when it was shown. Because I do seem to remember leaked photos of pretty much like what happened with uh, Good Man Goes to War. There's all those leaked photographs of Rory in his Centurion outfit yeah, um, facing the Cybermen. And I seem to recall there were some photos doing the rounds of Rory dressed as a Centurion. Yeah. Which is the problem with the internet these days because it, it just you've got to be so careful about what you... And even so, you, even so, you don't even have to click on something. It's, not, it's just there. Yeah. You know, which is which is a problem. But, uh, yeah, but I just thought that's that... That's your excuse. Anyway. That's my excuse, yeah, and I'm sticking to it. No, I just thought it, it was a very, very good scene and, and sort of very well acted. But that's the... But I think that, that brings me back to, to, to Karen Gillan again, that, this particular um, point in her sort of acting career in Hope, because I would say it wasn't wildly inconsistent, but when she... Was asked to do emotion. She could, when she's just uh, just like act properly, get tearful. She's very very good at it. But when she when she's trying to be the face, the f- sort of feisty um, or feisty, whatever you want to call it, um, Amy. Yeah, it's a little bit too shouty. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just, but I just think those those sort of emotional scenes. I think she's really really good at. So that's that's all I have to say on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I haven't really got any. I mean, this is a, good, a very very short um, review. This one. Yeah, uh, no. The only the other thing about it is the doctor sticking his hand into the into the crack, so to speak. Yeah, and uh, you just wonder about that, and you're saying, "Oh, because well, he's a time lord, he he's the one person that can perhaps." Mm. But he seemed to be, wasn't, when it was, uh, well, the Angels episode that preceded mm. these, he was worried, he was stay away from the crack there, wasn't he? Yeah. So, why he could go from one situation to the other? Yeah, I, I know what you mean there, because it was just sort of, like, beforehand it was just, well, stay away from... The crack, no one go near it. So the, like the next minute, it's oh, I'll, I'll just stick my hand in and see what what I can pull out. Yeah, you know, it was a bit. Uh, yeah, it didn't make a hell of a lot of sense that, but uh, but it, I suppose it made for, for a bit of a, a dramatic moment, didn't it? Yeah, well, it sort of let us know what was coming, didn't it? Yeah. As far as the... yeah, the only one thing I did notice though is when he 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 pulled out this what you didn't know what it was at the time because he reached in with his handkerchief, didn't he? Yeah. And when he pulled it out and he sort of fell back and he had he had the what he had 
pulled out in his hand, it was perfectly wrapped in the handkerchief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... <laughs> gift wrapped. Yeah, exactly. Gift wrapped. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have a little bow, bit of the tie around it and bow on it as well. Yes, it is. Oh, God. Yeah, I did think that was... Um, yeah, that, that was a little bit strange, that bit, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you had sort of um, um, Amy just seeing herself yeah. on the hill waving, and she sort of like felt there was something missing. Um, which, which is always, I think it's always been my problem about this old remember, because that happened again, didn't it, in the Big Bang? Yeah. Um you know, if if you could, if you, if you can re- remember, it will it will bring stuff back. But if it if it never existed, surely that that is that is the end of it. Really, if something's been taken out of time. That should be the end of it. You can't. There's no lingering memories or anything or feelings or. Um, but I suppose the difference with her is that she has travelled in time and been in the TARDIS because she could remember the soldiers. Well, the well then, now this is this is what she said to the dots. He said, "Well, I, I should be able to remember it. I'm a, I I've, yeah. I've traveled in time. It's actually your, your personal history." Yeah. Yeah. Which But there obviously is just something there. But isn't everything you witness your personal history? Um, I suppose it's the personal attachment. I don't know. Because she was somewhat detached from those they just sort of stayed. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, seemed to be a bit of a yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because if, if it was a loose one, yeah. Because I thought thought if, it, if you were detached from something, you would you'd be less likely to remember it. Yeah, not the other way round. Round, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bit uh, didn't didn't make a lot of sense that bit. But then again, it, it was it was a bit of a as as sort of two parters go. It, it didn't sort of buck the trend, really, did it? Of Sort of weak two part stories. No, of of late anyway. Um, yeah, because like today I was watching. It was on the telly today that it was um, like the Doctor dances was right. on, and I just thought, well, no, and okay, that was written by Stephen Moffat, but that was that was a, a good example of a good two part story. Yeah, I mean, we have, we had we've, we've had one in series five. Oh yeah, we did that. Yeah, with the um, Tom of Angels and Flesh and Stone. Yeah, that yeah. that that was good. Um, but again, written by Moffat. Yeah. You know, he does seem to be able to do the the, uh, the two part stories rather well. Other than that, probably the other one would probably be <clears throat> the Family of Blood. Yeah. Now that was um, was that Paul Cornell wrote that yeah. one? Yeah. And that was adapted from a book, wasn't it? So yeah. I suspect there was more because it would come from a book. It had been fleshed out a bit more. To make a two-parter rather than being had more structure, perhaps than perhaps the normal scripts would. Yeah, yeah. As I don't know, it's just so of late that the two-part stories haven't been that great, have they? No. Well, so. quite, yeah. I mean, yeah. The Daleks one. Oh yeah, Daleks in Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was atrocious. Maybe one day we'll get get ready to do a retrospective on those episodes as well. But uh... and several of the series finales. Uh, yes. <laughs> Good build up, but a weak payoff. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, we're digressing now, aren't we? Um, yeah. yeah um, I don't. Feel, I, I mean, I haven't really got anything more to say on this. Really, I think I'm pretty much 
much done with this one. Unless um, you can think of anything else you wanted to, wanted to no, bring up. I don't think so. There was something, and I can't think what it is now. So, <laughs> there you go. That's oh, cool. well, is it that memorable? <laughs> it was that memorable. <laughs> actually, one thing, actually, one character we haven't mentioned was um, Stephen Moore's character. Yeah. Um, who, again, didn't really do a lot, did he? No. What I had totally forgotten was the the linking speeches he does. That's right, yeah, yeah. I'd totally forgotten about that until I watched it again. I just understand what, um, yeah, it's sort of... Well, well, I Written suppose, from yeah. the point of the thousand years into the future when they've woken up again. Yeah. But, he, but apart from that, he, he, was, he was hardly used in the actual story itself. No. He sort of came in sort of about midway through the second, uh, the second or this episode, and then yeah, that's pretty only, much it. Only, really, yeah, only it? because actually, I think they wanted to kill the doctor person, Silurian doctor. Yeah, and they needed somebody else to be the calm authority figure because he then take t- over from him. Well, because he, he sort of—I mean, okay, he he was. Like he started the, off as a sort of diplomat and suddenly become another doctor. Well, I was going to say, because he was going to be like the, the you know, the elder of the, yeah. the that particular Solarian tribe, and, as you say, then he just takes the place of the doctor, doesn't he? Or, the, yeah. or Malachi, if you keep, should yeah. refer to him as. Um, I suppose, though, he could have been an elder of the, of that side of the, in the, of the medical side, which would be logical as to why Malachi would wake him up. Yeah, it's just not, Really Rather explained, is it really? We're just sort of making it up now, aren't we? Yeah. He would suggest he'd go to someone he trusted to be on his side when they woke up. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed a bit of a. So he could have been actually a doctor who was also an elder. I did. I did actually have the makeup job on Stephen Moore because it, it it made him like an older. Yeah, sorry. I did. I did actually quite like that. It was. It was. It was quite um, sort of subtle. They gave him a bit more of a gizzard, didn't they? The old man gizzard. Um, yeah, I did quite. That was quite Lizard a good with job. Lizard with the gizzard. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I did. It's. I mean, you can understand why they they took the route they did with the makeup for them. Mm. And broke away from the the fixed mask. Yes, as it were. Yeah. Because you can't imagine actually some of the scenes had they not been able to display emotion. Yeah, yeah, that that is absolutely right. Because especially with the um, the Restak character, yeah, you needed to see the, um, the, the well, basically the contempt really she yeah. had for, uh, for uh, for humanity. Yeah, you needed to see that. Yeah, on their face, you know, in their eyes as well. As I say, you know, you can't do that with a fixed mask looking through fishbowl lenses or whatever the hell you want to call yeah. them, you know. Um, you also, again, yeah. got to go back to the Sumerians thing, the, the, uh, the underling killing the, the one that disagrees with him or her, which you had in the Silurians. Yes, you did, didn't you? <laughs> in order to, to, to wreck war. Yeah, the, the more we're talking about it, it's, it's more apparent what a rip-off this story is, actually. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that's actually my problem with it. It's not actually my problem. Isn't necessarily with the story as such, or with the acting, or with anything else. It literally is the fact that oh yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, and not just when it was broadcast last year. I know. I know. We 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 you know we've gone through this on, on last week's episode, but as you say, it was the same story more or less in Warriors of the Deep. Yeah, and you've got the same thing again now. But even Warriors of the Deep was slightly different in the fact that it was a different sort of setting and a different. Uh, there, there was a, a different scenario being played out as far as the humans were concerned as well. Whereas this one really just is picking the bits out of the story from the Silurians exactly. Yeah, it was it was sort of taking that the the sort of like the best bits out of the, that seven part episode and condensing it down to a two part story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. It's it's uh, it's how can I put it? It's it's a rather um forgettable story, really. Yeah. And it shouldn't have been. Yeah. The fact is, if you want to see this story, then the advice is. Stick the DVD of the Silurians on. Yeah. For... Yeah. Okay. The makeup effects might be more shoddy. The sets are more shoddy, but um, I think it's a damn good story. Yeah. And that's as you say, that is the better way to watch it. Yeah. If you if you want this particular story, watch the Silurians. So, <laughs> oh, are we now giving it advice? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's our tip for today. That's it. Watch the Solarians. Don't bother with this. Watch the Solarians. No, I think I think that's that's my thing with it because it you brought back a classic villain or a classic yeah. monster. And... Didn't say you need to bring back the whole story. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, 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 my my feelings to this is probably the same as my feelings to closing time. Hmm. As in, why do the story again? Yeah. Well, th- that was my thing about it anyway. Uh, a closing yeah. time. It was just—it was a complete rehash of uh, the Lodger. Yeah. And this is how I feel about this. I mean, this yeah. is a good story. Had I never seen the Silurians, I think I'd have enjoyed this. Yeah, it does sort of. Um, sort it's of t- the fact that I've seen the. Silurians. Yeah, it, it does taint it a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But there would be people out there that haven't. Yeah, exactly. And I know sort of uh, kids of my niece's age. Who watch it? They've never seen the Solarians. I mean, they don't. Right. They don't collect classic. Who they don't? You know, they're into the new. It's interesting to see how someone who's who sees who's seen this first, then watches the Solarians. Feels mm. about which is the best. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I would like it's to know. Them. The Solarians would be repeating the story they already knew. Yeah, it would be interesting to see what they thought. Yeah. Really? Set up a laboratory test. <laughs> Makes watch watch a small child watch <laughs> Doctor Who in scientific conditions. One <laughs> another one just sits looking at a blank telly and with his yeah. control. <laughs> long as I get a clipboard, I don't care. <laughs> long as I'm walking around, going, mm, fascinating. <laughs> oh dear. Right, shall we leave it on that note? I think we'll leave it on that note. Let's leave it there then. Okay then. Right, well, um, we'll be back with our next week. It will be our final episode before Christmas. Yes. Um, so next week is Vincent the Doctor. 
Yes, we're leaving uh, on a high. We're leaving on a high. Um, and then after that, it will be um, the review of Christmas the Christmas special. special. Yes, yeah. new Who at last. Yes. And by the sounds of it, the last new episode for quite some time. Yeah. But, uh, oh well. We'll, we'll, uh, well, well. we'll get there when we come to that episode. Okay yeah. then. So, uh, until next week, we'll, we'll be back with Vincent the Doctor. It is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. listen to the Who's He podcast, a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. If you'd like to get in touch with us here at the show, please drop us an email at feedback at who's-he.co.uk and please also visit our website, which is at www.who's-he.co.uk and you can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast.